What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Kempel of Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. Well, I have a very special guest for you today. His name is Harold Dennis. He is native to Chicago. Excuse me. He is an actor and an instructor. He's been in 150, or you have 150 IMBD movie credits. Is that correct? Yeah, a little bit more, yeah. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Like, wow, we have a superstar. I'm so excited. So Harold, Please introduce yourself, tell the audience a little bit about your background and everything you got going on these days. Well, hi, I'm Harold Dennis. Uh, I put the title actor on my my credits because this is what I wanted to do when I first started in this industry 23 years ago. I wanted to be an actor and I wanted to be in people's movies. And then after that started to happen, I thought, okay, what else can I do? Then the next thing was, I want to make people feel something. So I'd been working on that over the past decade or two. And so to make a long story short, I also I teach acting over at the uh, Second City here in Chicago. I teach acting on camera. I've been doing that about uh, two and a half years. And I do my own workshops, weekly workshops with actors, uh, uh, showing them how to allow people to feel. And I just wrote a, a short 11-page script, my first one technically that I want to get produced. I found one of my buddies that I worked with, uh, 05, I'm going to let him direct it and uh, produce it and get this thing out. It's dealing with the Black Lives Matter and the police brutality and Black guys and all of that stuff. And uh, I've been in classes for 20 years, if you can imagine that. I just got off a Zoom class. Yeah, Zoom class meeting. uh, Before I jumped on here, a guy, Ted Sorantos, who I've been studying with for every Wednesday afternoon for the past 16 and a half years. And uh, he's been teaching for 50. So I just keep reinforcing. And I've done the Meisner uh, over at Green Church Studio here in Chicago, levels one, two, three, four, and five. ETA, studied Stanislavski back in 1997, 98, beginning in advance and other workshops over the years. And I'm living the dream. I I filmed something, uh, a comedy feature Sunday uh, of uh, my TA over at Second City. He's at the Harold Ramis Film School. So he's shooting the first ever feature film from a student coming out of that school. And he wanted to throw me in there in a comedy capacity. And so I did that. And I just filmed something yesterday, a young lady shooting her, she's a novelist and she's, uh, uh, she wants to sh- turn that into a series. So we shot some of the pilot yesterday. Then tomorrow I'll go shooting Oak Park with uh, Adria Don and her husband uh, on a short film that she wrote called Karen's, you know, how the, the white women calling the police. On- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's been I'll very prevalent this yeah. year. And many other things I, I have uh, coming right away. So it's a lot going on for me. Wow. So, so many questions. So many questions. Okay. Where do I start? Okay. So I guess like for currently what you're doing, you're doing a lot of your, you're filming a lot. So how does, how does that work with everything that's going on in, in relation to COVID? Well, some of the projects are union and some are not union. And uh, like this Karen project that we're shooting tomorrow, I'll, I'll, um, I'll, I'll actually went and got tested Friday and it came back the next day negative. And that's the second time I've been tested uh, okay. since this COVID thing kicked off. The first time was a couple months ago. And I, I'll take, check my temperature. Uh, uh, Adrian wants me to check my temperature before I go over there tomorrow, which I'll do that. And, you know, it's, it's a lot of uh, rules. I also work at the University of Chicago and they have a okay. standard because they're about to open back up us working with the medical students. And so I was sitting here too, right before I jumped on, going through yeah. a COVID test. And so there's the six feet 
you know, the distancing, the yeah. mask on, on campus. And, and even if you're working at the cubicles, you're cross working and not working directly in front. So it's a whole bunch of little things. And so I'm become, I am more mindful uh, than ever of safety and precaution because I noticed everybody's not practicing, practicing, you know, no matter what, everybody's not practicing. So I'm I, guilty. So and, I'll and, just be honest. Okay. Because <laughs> I don't, I don't wear a mask. I don't really believe in it, but that's my personal thing. So, yeah. but I respect anybody else's there. I respect anybody's position on it. I really do. I did learn something though going through that test just now that I didn't know. It's it's and it's a matter of uh, being within the same space for a whole fifteen minutes. I was like, really? You know, <laughs> we don't have to worry about being in the same space if it's less than fifteen minutes. And so that was new to me. Just yeah. I just picked up today. That, that is an interesting fact. People are being careful, and it's like when it's time to shoot though, I have to pull the mask off and deliver the lines and then cut. You know, we can throw it back on if we want to, or whatever. Well, you're not wearing it because you're filming, right? Absolutely. Okay. All right. So now you've said that you've taken classes. All right. So here, a little bit about me. I, when I was like in my early 20s, I had, I was interested in, in doing acting. I actually went to go do an improv class in the city. I forget where it was. And I was, you know, and I brought my sister probably, which was probably not a good idea because all I did was laugh the whole time. <laughs> it was like they said that we had to do the ABCs like through all the emotions, you know, like mad and happy then sad. And all I could do was laugh because I was doing it with my sister. But like, I've always been there. I've been told a lot in my life that I should get into acting. And I, and I was like, Oh yeah, that, that's cool. So I've always been very interested in it. And I, and I really just respect an artist like yourself. Cause you're really an artist. You really are at the end of the day, I think an actor, actress, you know, musicians, you're all kind of in that, that, that artist like, like, um, section, you know what I mean? I do. So for for 20 years, I mean, the stuff that you've had to learn about yourself and how you can get into a character has got to be really intense. Yeah, I've been told a few times, it's like uh, projects that I do, someone will say, you were totally different from this one and this one and this one. So, and you know, for me, it's a matter of, I heard Morgan Freeman say uh, years ago, he says, I just read the script. And so uh, developing over the years in training, so I read the script, and so it, the thought comes to me, oh, I know how to play this. And so right. I'll play it that way, the way that, you know, every actor would play it or how I interpret it. And then I add the opposite, and then I'll have add intention on it. And if I need a secret, I'll have a secret. So there's techniques to just reading the script and then adding techniques and then other things that I've learned along the way. So I have a whole toolkit after reading the script. Oh my gosh. To, yeah. I, I believe that. I mean, so l let me ask you something. So I'm sure you probably get asked this a lot. What is one of your favorite like type of characters to play? <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, I have such a strong delivery personality type. Yeah. That knowing that I, I have to uh, add the opposite of that. And so I've discovered I was cast as a bad guy a whole lot years ago. Okay. Why am I being cast as a bad guy? I don't have all of that. Right. Yeah. That, that, and so, and even as a detective and cops, you know that same strong demeanor. So my my what what I like most is being cast as the hero. You know the lead. Yeah, for sure. And that's that's how I think. You know the guy that uh, 
has the irony in the end and gets what he wants and loses something or doesn't get what he wants and gains something in the process. So here, here's the opposite question. What's one of the like hardest or worst type of character that you've played? Not necessarily like the bad guy, because I think in some respect, in some regards, that's probably fun. Like I, I know that, you know, we kind of play different characters in our, in our life on a daily basis in reality. So, and sometimes we are bad. Like, I mean, I'm not going to lie. You know, I can be a bitch. <laughs> so, and, I, and I'm not even sorry about it sometimes because you deserve, you, you got that out of me. So there you go. But, so, but when, it, when it comes to like having to read a script, and the reason why I'm asking you this is because I've been, I've been asked to, for my first time ever, to play a part in a short film as a mother that wears an eye patch <laughs> that, and I'm all about it. Like I'm totally open. If somebody asks me, I'm like, sure, why not? You know, I'll do my best. I mean, if I suck, then I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, like the old one-eyed pirate. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's like, it's a mother that gave up her eye for her son. And so I'm just like, I, I've just been like mulling this over my head. So I'm like, I'm not, am I really going to enjoy trying to like, get into that type of role. So how, like, tell me something that you've done that's been difficult for you and how you work through that. Way back in 2004, uh, I got cast in this film as the title character. It's four short stories that came together to make one feature. Okay. Like Crash cool. or something. And I got cast as uh, Father Shepherd Flockings in Pieces of a Dream. Okay. And so Father Shepherd Flockings, and I was used to playing bad guys back then, and so I had to ask Paul, why did you give me the role of Father Shepherd Flockings, a priest? He says, because I think you can do anything, you know. Yeah. He, I reminded him of Forrest Whitaker is what he told me. Oh. And so I was like, okay, I'm not the bad guy. I'm going to play a priest. And then it turns out the priest's story is he's accused of child molestation. Oh. Yeah. And so that was real tough. And then down on the set, uh, actually, the, the priest, you know, did it in the backstory, right? Yeah. And so uh, somebody, I remember a crew young lady asking me, so did your character do it? Did you do it? I was like, yeah. And so then I started getting these stank looks on set. And this was back in 04. And I'm sitting up here like, why am I being, because it was such yeah. a hard character to play and people to take that in. And, <sighs> that would be tough. Yeah, it was, it was tough. I and mean, I, I, I got through it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good for you. I give you kudos because that's like, I mean, even like something like that is so prevalent right now, like, cause that's called like human trafficking, really, you know, all that stuff. So, wow. I, that, God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that there are, there are good morals to that story when you're going to portray that on film, that it get, it allows people to really see, you know, like that's something that's out there that's not what you do but you know what i mean like they they need to they need to see that because i think that that's something that a lot of people don't really discuss or oh my gosh my cat's like getting in there um but very cool oh my gosh so now you're doing so now you're doing um you're an instructor at second city and so when did you stop instructing there with everything that's gone on or are you still doing are you still doing lessons there well you know when this thing broke out in march i fin we were just going into week three and uh -huh. I had the excitement of the class and everything. And so we had to go online. And what I teach is hands on because the students will walk away with a monologue, a two person scene, and then we'll shoot a 12 page scene. 
all within seven weeks. And the first week is lecture. So all within seven weeks and, and videos. And then the last week is review. So we'll watch everything and talk about it. You know? Okay. And, and so six weeks, think about it. We yeah. shoot a monologue for each student. And it could be up to 14 students in the class, I think. Oh, wow. And so, well, once it broke off, once this COVID thing broke off, we had to jump online here. And it was more of a philosophy class than a hands-on. So some students stayed, some didn't. And so I opted uh, not to do the class until we can get go back into the classroom. Yeah, hands-on. Yeah, that would be difficult for me. So I'm actually interested in jumping in your class on Friday. You know, I, so you do another class that you're doing via Zoom for um, for people now that people, that individuals can sign up through Facebook and um, register. So tell tell us a little bit about that. And through eBright. So oh, okay. What, what what I realized too is that uh, you know I've been, I've been doing acting workshops for years. I, my first one that I did was. Uh, at the Bronzeville Film Festival maybe nine or ten years ago. And so maybe once a quarter I was doing them or twice a year. And so when the Zoom, when the COVID thing broke out and I'm sitting around here, I was like, you know, I'm taking classes online. I could actually do my workshops online and have people radiate through the camera emotion so that you know, I could do something and you could feel it. And so what that's what I've been working on. Like I said, the intending dream scene, what I want you when I'm doing my monologue, what I want you, the person that I'm talking to, to actually do in my mind technique, and then how am I going to play it, play it to the extreme and add the opposite and play that to the extreme. Yeah. Like I said, if I need a secret, whereas I'm standing on the sun, but not letting anybody know it's got nothing to do with the scene, I'm sitting up here doing all of this while giving that, letting those words come out of my mouth. So yeah. I'm, I'm not delivering lines a certain way. I'm got my mind on other stuff while the yeah. work just coming in. And so that's what I work on and allowing you uh, uh, giving, and this is a process of helping the actor to, to be able to have people feel them. And then what, what's good about it is the other people in the workshop sit back and watch me work with this person because as I'm the actor, I can't really tell what I'm doing. I'm just following instructions. Right. But as the viewer, you get to see it. And so you can trust that what I'm telling you to try is actually working because you'll see me working. And so it's been no. valuable. And I've been doing that for over 10 years. So it's almost like a live scene, like a live, like you're almost like watching a live, like, you know, episode or something. If, that, if you're if, like watching it on Zoom, right? Yeah. And, and so what I'm doing though is having you just do a speech or monologue because that'll just work with you working the technique and you apply this stuff to life. You know? So if I, so if I take your class on Friday, that's what I'm going to have to do. Yeah. Just give me a little speech. It'll be something, you know, even if you have it in hand read, just have it well read so that you can do the things in your mind that I'll ask you to do. I think this would be good for my personal growth. So oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> especially if I'm considered, well, I said I was going to do this short film thing. So I kind of actually have to do something like this. Well, so I can, I can tell that you have something already. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank You're you. You're welcome, yeah. You know, I'm just open to new opportunities and new experiences. I, I feel like, you know, we don't grow unless we say yes to doing something. So I very rarely say no, unless it conflicts with like my responsibilities as a being an upstanding human being. <laughs> you know, like I'm not going out tonight because I got to wake up tomorrow and work, you know, like like stuff like that. But when it comes to stepping outside of my comfort zone, I think that it's so important to do that. And it allows us to just really tap into to 
more of who we are and what we're capable of. So, so yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of excited, but I'm scared. <laughs> oh yeah, don't, don't worry about it. It's, it's so it's so lightweight because uh, it'll, it you know, I've been having the most I've had in the workshop. I believe was eight or nine, okay. and then I, I had two last week. So it just, just it doesn't matter. And some are new, and then there's a, a few that continue to come back. You know. Sure. And and so it's lightweight. Everybody supported. Okay. Very yeah, cool. No egos in my workshop. <laughs> well, I think you kind of have to. Well, I mean, there's ego. I mean, people have ego regardless. Regardless, but I feel like you almost kind of have to drop your ego if you're going to put yourself into a different character. No. Well, you know, this is a the most important thing. One of the most important things is to be able to follow directions and be likable and let your let your let your ego go and be vulnerable. Sure. But, you know, that's what's important. So, you know, egos serve purpose. But in, in this little workshop, <laughs> I'm the only one with the ego because <laughs> I'm the instructor. And so, you know, you come across that, you know, the, the clashing. And then, you know, I'll fall back and say, I'm just, don't take this personal. This is just me offering you some opportunities yeah. to try something different, you know. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have a corporate job, so I know what that's all about. When you, they like sit there and like you get your review and you're just like, um, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I got you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you know, uh, real quick, I want to uh, uh, give a shout out. Uh, my my uh, aunt just passed in February. I actually had two of them pass. In February. I'm sorry. Yeah. And my aunt Marion Roll, uh, she was an actress. And uh, back in 04, she did a. Uh, uh, in the early 80s, she did a one-woman show called Desiree over in Europe, you know, over in Edinburgh, uh, London, all over the place. Oh, wow. And uh, she was fabulous. And uh, that film back in old 84 ended up, that play ended up becoming a film called Desiree. And uh, by Norman DePalm and uh, uh, I forgot the other guy's name right now. But yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. And I, I actually... Uh, saw the film for the first time last year, and I was like, that was the greatest performance I've ever seen. And that's my father's baby sister, Aunt Marion. Marion Roll, and it's called Desiree. If you ever find it on Amazon, okay. it's dope. And it's her uh, one-woman show, but then they added characters in it to make it a movie so she can actually have somebody to talk to. And uh, yeah, she uh, won awards for that performance too over in Europe. That's so, so cool. Oh my yeah. gosh. Well, I send my condolences. So, um, or offer my condolences rather. But that's a very cool memory to have of, of you know, a past family member. Yeah, yeah. And her aunt was Esther Rowe from Good Times, if people know Good Times. Oh, yes. So it's like all in the family. Now I'm teaching my little cousins and my, my uh, little niece, nephews acting, you know, because they want to do things. And so it's, uh, it's like a generational thing, but I didn't discover it until later in life. You know, I was, I was living my life prior to deciding I wanted to do this. So in the past 23 years, I've been doing it. But before that, I sold cars, had a real estate license, worked in corrections, uh, sold furniture, multi-level marketing, uh, worked in a, as a social service uh auditor and a social service agent. Tons of jobs. You played a lot of different parts though. <laughs> I really did. And, and you know, I was like, why am I doing all of this stuff? It was just the, when I transitioned into acting, I can have uh, such a vast background. You know? so, yeah, that's, that's very cool. So well, who is one of the, the 
who's one of the best actors or actresses that you've worked with? Anybody that we would know? Well, I've, I've worked with a lot of talent. Um, I, uh, I was actually in a scene with um, this guy named Washington. I can't think of his first name, but it wasn't Denzel. Okay. <laughs> he, he was in Dream Girls. I thought that he was real cool. Yeah. And at one point, I was doing nose to the camera, and uh, uh, they had had the camera that way and then they moved the camera that way so I'm still known so the camera and the director was like uh, uh, I need you to stay the way you were and I was like uh, okay I'll do it this way and so I looked over at the actor and I was like I was doing those to the camera was like, yeah. <laughs> well, what is, so what does that mean you were just like up on the camera like this no wherever the camera is you know oh, okay. you want the audience to see you yeah. so if, if the camera's you, and I'm sitting up here talking like this, people are like, I can't see him. So this is a technique. Turn to the camera. <sighs> now I can see him. Yeah, okay, got Close it. to the camera, yeah, oh, yeah. As, much, as much as possible. So my cousin actually has worked with you a couple of times. She just, she thinks the world of you. Uh, Lisa Cicernos? I love Lisa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yes, brilliant. Uh, she had me come in for a table read once and he's a, a, a guy that was a, a writer, you know, he wrote some television shows. And yeah. I thought that was real special of her to think about me. I, I love Lucy, yeah. yeah. She actually just came out with, she loves horror. So she's with um, Rhodes Close Production, which is one of her best friends from high school. And they just came out with a short film um, called Everything's Fine. And it, it's a horror film, like a horror short film. But they, they, she submitted it to a bunch of film festivals and they're getting... They've gotten accepted to to a couple, so I I was you know and I, when she saw that I um that I was going to be having you on my podcast, she was just like, oh my god, he's so great, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, and she is too, yeah, yeah. That's that's great. That that's absolutely wonderful because I know she was talking about writing, and she yeah. said she had just started writing, and then here it is. Yeah, actually, I I have a, a film that just uh, got accepted into the Montreal Black. International Black Film Festival. That's Very cool. And this one is dealing with driving while black, PTSD, whirling blue lights. And it's it's a 15-minute film. And it's just like, it's the camera. There's me in a car. And the camera's this close to me. And then there's a close-up. And then there's this. Then there's the side shot. It's just me. <laughs> 15 minutes. You know? Do you speak? <laughs> Oh yeah, I got dialogue. I'm talking oh, okay. to you, you know, and then I'm on the phone talking. You know, it's deep. It's called. Um, it's actually a, a one of three a three part series called Hair Shape on Amazon. Hair Shape. Okay, so and I almost I, feel like you have to send me all these links so that I can put them in the description so that people can go check you out all over the place. I will, and this is episode three. And let me say that I've shown this film to. Uh, my classrooms at Second City, just so that they can get a feel of who's giving them instruction. And it sure. because you can feel stuff. I mean, if you if I'm this close to the camera and I'm just giving, giving, giving. I'm feeling it right now. Giving, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's bad to the bone. I'll, I'll make sure I share that. It sounds, it sounds intense. So yeah, please share it with me and the audience so that we can check it out and, and see, all, see all your crazy talent. But um, I'm going to start wrapping it up here, but I would love for you to come back. Thank you so much for being a guest. 
Um, you are amazing. And I'm, I hope that I can actually, I'm hoping my date cancels so that I can jump in <laughs> on your class on Friday <laughs> and you can pick me apart. I'll be like, I'll be like, Harold, <laughs> I'll be really easy. Uh, okay. Well, Cause I'm like very green. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. And what I've realized over the years, I've had to you know, figure out that I have to be real easy and delicate with new people because that's what you are new. So I yeah. just, you know, be light. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what we do is give positive feedback. Uh, so there's none of that negative stuff. It's always what you saw that you liked. Sure. I'll say something that I liked that you did. Yeah. And then maybe and because I'm the instructor, I'll say, okay, we'll try this now and see what sure. happens. So we'll run through it maybe three or four times. Oh gosh. Okay. It's easy. Yeah. So, okay. All right. I'm going, to, I'm open to it. Okay. Just bring it on. Let's do it. I'll step outside of my comfort zone. It'll be all good. But um, is there any parting advice that you'd like to give to any talent that's out there that's looking to become an actor or actress because you've been doing it for so long. So I'm sure you have some like um, things of wisdom. Yes. Yes. And uh, I say live your dreams, you know, and with the internet, if you, there's something that you want to do these days, you can research it <laughs> from sitting right here. I can research it and say, oh, I like this part of that. Oh, and I don't like this part of that, but I, this is something interesting. Yeah. I want to learn more. So then you go into further research and research and say, you know what? Oh, here's how to get started. I'm going to get started right here from your own living room and go for it and uh, go all out. Take your, time, take your time, learn, go all out. Have fun. I love it. All right, Harold, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm excited to get all those links from you so I can down, put them in the description and I look forward to having you back. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Kempel of Label Free Podcast to live your best life. You must live label free. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and share, and I'll be talking to you soon.